What's going on? What's going on? Y'all already know who it is and what it is. I am the one and only Coop from Birmingham. And you are now tuned in to another episode of Taking Out of Context Podcast. I know you could have been anywhere in the world, but you decided to be here with me. And so I truly appreciate you for that. So without further ado, let's see what we got to do for y'all today. Well, what type of episode we're going to get y'all in for today. I have a guest again. Y'all liked the last week, so I guess y'all might like her again. Miss Courtney, what's happening with you? Hey, good afternoon. Yes, and good morning for those of you all listening to it in the morning. Or night. Yeah, I don't know when they be listening, but thank you all. Or she looking at the clock here, everybody. Anywho. I, I am. I'm trying to see what the West Coast time on. You're right. Yeah. It's morning time over there, so I'll let you get that pass. Yeah, shout out to me. I'm always right. Anywho. So how you been, Courtney? I've been good. Just in the garden again this morning. Um, how you been? I'm gonna see you this weekend. Oh, I, I've been maintaining, you know, staying out of the way, doing what I do best, which is not too much of nothing. Exactly. <laughs> you know, I, I I go to work. I make sure the podcast stays legit and make sure everything be fun and uh, make sure I talk to all my friends, you included. Oh. Yeah. Anywho, moving right along. So, Courtney, I let Courtney know the episode. Uh, topic this time, y'all. Because I want man, y'all should have seen how excited she got when I had told her about it. Like, she was like, Oh, I got something to say about that. <laughs> Don't do that to me. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, wait, before we start recording, what was you trying to say that? Uh, oh, Cinco de Mayo. So, so how was your Cinco? Oh, yeah, that's what I was saying is me and um, me and one of my homegirls. And one of her friends, we did Taco Tuesday yesterday. It just so happened to be Cinco de Mayo. And what I was saying is, my friends know I drink tequila. My friends should also know that I'm not drinking pre-mixed margaritas. Okay. So not only were there pre-mixed margaritas there, but it was three bottles of pre-mixed margaritas. So I brought gin and juice and that's what I drank because <laughs> to, to drink diluted tequila that tastes like sugar so that's what I was gonna say but we did make some um some taco salad and some tacos I eat corn tortillas so I brought my own tortillas and Just we had extra. how was your Cinco de Mayo I ain't do nothing I sat on the back patio and uh smoke my hookah and watch the sunset but I thought it was dark when I FaceTimed you yesterday. Uh, that's because I hadn't been out there for a minute. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that was. I hadn't already been out there for a minute. That's why. I'll let you have that one. Yo, hey, I'm two for two out here, baby. <laughs> yeah, so I ain't really do nothing. Um, like I said, I just said I smoked a little hookah out there. Enjoyed my time. And that's what I do when I get off, man. I got to uh, decompress and all that good stuff. And, and debrief, I should say. I had to debrief myself and sat out on the back and watched the uh, moon during the daylight. You know, the moon was out during the daytime yesterday, right? Yeah, it's usually out to like 9 o'clock in the morning. I was out there like 6 o'clock and it was up there. Yeah, still up. Now, anyway, all right, let's let's go ahead and get into this week's episode, man. It's another one, another great one for you all. Um, we, you know, we still on our, I wouldn't say we necessarily in the relationship realm. However, it can, it can 
it can, you know, it can be there if you want it to be. But, you know, we talking about people who go out and hurt people. Or should I say hurt people, hurt people. Hurt people, hurt people. Yeah, I like that. Hurt people, hurt people. And so we want to dive deep into hurt people, hurt people. All right, so backstory to this. All right, so I was on the, um, I was on Facebook. You know, Facebook can give you some great insight to uh, good topics that people. You're find right good. because people put all their business out. Very much so, and so somebody had posted something saying that um, basically said something to the effect of folks be out here intentionally hurting other people. But I was like, but what if they don't know they hurt? And she said that um, nine times out of ten that an individual already know that they are hurting. I don't and agree. I don't either. I don't agree. I mean, and see, it could have, you know, this Facebook, I wasn't going in depth with no conversation on Facebook by all means, but I don't agree either because some people may think that they have already healed from whatever they went through or whatever and really ain't, ain't even touched the surface of what they really have been through. They just feel a little bit better. And so therefore they can move on trying to rock with somebody else. And and they told they that go over a look or do you know the women out the real. Since you don't agree with that, what 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 is your thoughts on it? Or just in general about the hurt people, hurt people. My opinion is when it comes to when it comes to people and how they feel and their emotions, every single person is entitled to their own emotions. You can't tell somebody how to feel. You can't tell somebody how to react. And you can't tell somebody how to react in a certain situation because situations are solely dependent on that person. I'm a firm believer in you don't know what what your reaction is going to be or what type of emotions you're going to feel based on the situations because that can change from day to day. We can be put in the same situation every single day, but depending on what's going on in our lives at that point in time, that's going to dictate how we react to that situation. And with that being said, some people may think they are healed from whatever hurt that they've been through, but sometimes you don't really know if you've been healed unless somebody else mentions it to you. If they've known you for a while and they've known you before the hurt, during the hurt and after the hurt, they can gauge on you as a person, how you're reacting to the outside environment that includes them. One question that I like to ask, or I always ask, how much hurt is the next person responsible for? Like, say I meet you and you've you've been hurt, and but see, the, the, I'm being held accountable for something that I wasn't even around for, because I see this all the time now. People take they they frustration from the past and put it into what's going on in the future and the present. When I would think that you should just eliminate yourself from being able to be hurt, so to speak and just not putting yourself in vulnerable positions or talking to anybody. So again, how much can I be responsible for? Well, if somebody is inflicting their pain 
to you, it's very important to understand that the reason that they are transferring those emotions to you is because that's how they're that's how they filter that pain. It's like putting on rose-colored glasses and all you see is roses because that's what you have. But until you take that off, take those blinders off, you won't be able to see what's right in front of you, which is reality. So we live in two different realities. As a, a person, what we see through our eyes is our reality. It's our perspective on life. But like my manager told me a few years ago is, you know, Courtney, it doesn't matter how you see yourself. What matters is how other people see you because their perception mm-hmm. is their reality. And right. if somebody perceives you to be a certain way, that's their reality, not yours. You just have to acknowledge how somebody else sees you. And I see that the same as if if my friend feels that I'm hurt, that's how they see me. But if I'm not hurt on the inside or the outside, they don't know that because I haven't had that conversation with them. Okay, so when she, <laughs> oh, she thinks she just said something. <laughs> but speaking, being that you saying that um, somebody, you know, like whatever the people perception of you is, Nine times out of ten, whatever they felt about you is true because you because you was a worker. You're right. <laughs> you right. My manager would tell me all the time, Courtney, this person saying this about you, this person saying that about you. And yeah. I'm looking at him like, okay. Yeah. What they they said I said this because I said it. They said I did this. Oh, it's because I did it. They just didn't like it. And that's none of my business how they took it. Now, if they took it, if they turned my words into something else because they were they were in a bad mood or they got something going on at the house and they just couldn't handle what I said or did to them, that's not my business. But yes, I said that. And yes, I did this to them. If they got a problem with it, they should have said something to me. But since they didn't say anything to me, they don't have a problem with me as far as I'm concerned. And you telling me that somebody else got a problem with me don't help the situation. At all. And, and he had a problem with that. Well, it, it it means absolutely nothing coming from you. I don't know how many times I got to sit here and tell you this, but you telling me that somebody else got a problem with me, it means zero to me. Because not only is this coming from, from somebody that has nothing to do with the situation, you can't fix the situation. <laughs> And that be the end of the conversation. This is what I've been dealing with since high school, y'all. The girl is like, I don't know. She just just a work of art. You can't make this up. You're right. But anywho. So one thing I like to talk about is how hurt people interpret different words that's spoken to them based off of what type of pain they've been through. And for example, I dated a Taurus before. This Taurus, he just so happened to be from the country. So with him hurting me the way that he did, I have a thing against all Tauruses and any country boy. Like, if you're from the country, I can't even date you. 
it's, it it's was so weird. much hurt tied into it. CD, like I was hurt. You want to get him on the line? You want to call no. him? Oh, okay. No, no, no. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm let's good. Let this hurt go. <laughs> I is. I've been. I've been. I've been working five and a half years on letting that particular hurt go, but it's hey. that was. Whew, that was a a long journey, and I've grown from that. Um, now I did recognize that I was hurt. I recognized how I was hurt, but the one thing that I chose not to do was inflict my pain on other people, which is why, um, at for for a while I was single and not seeing anybody. I would talk to different men, but I didn't want to be in a relationship. We can go out on a date. We can hang out. We can go play games. We can shoot pool. We can do all this stuff, but I'm not going to allow myself to project that that hurt because nobody deserves that hurt. And I knew for a fact that I was still hurt. Now, it's been five and a half years now. Granted, I still carry a little piece of that because what happened I'm still hurt from, but I do understand that it's not okay and it's never okay for anybody to inflict the pain and anger and rage that they have within themselves out on other people. Sometimes that is um, how people are allowed to get their emotions and feelings out. But like, if you my friend, family or whatever, I'm not going to sit here and let you be angry at me for something I didn't do because I'm going to look at you and be like, what you got going on? Because I didn't do anything to you. Yeah. Let's, let's just try this again tomorrow. Like me, you and Megan went out last year. <laughs> <laughs> let's go ahead and tell the world. Me, you and Megan went out to a little bar last year. Oh man. I was getting on my nerves or something. Somebody said something. I'm like, you know what y'all, y'all know I live here in Birmingham. So, I'm just about to go. I left. She left, y'all. But no, in my defense. Oh, God. We was, no, we was correcting you on something. Courtney did not want to accept the fact that she was wrong. And so therefore, <laughs> she got mad and just up and left. That ain't got nothing to do with nothing else. She did not want to accept the fact that she was wrong. But well, whatever, whatever it is, I have I have grown over the past um it's been what 12 almost 12 years it's no it's been 12 years now since i've been out of high school and i have grown and evolved as a person and i do understand that it is never ever acceptable for anybody to inflict pain on people when they know about it but it's also not acceptable when they don't know but when somebody brings it to your attention the least you can do is acknowledge that they said that you're hurt. And then that's some investigation that you just gonna have to work on internally. Like if my friend got something going on, they know I'm gonna ask them several times, what's going on? Is everything okay? Do you want to talk about something? Do you want to not talk about something? Do you want to sit on the phone and me listen to you breathe? Because I'm cool with it. I can listen to you breathe while I'm watching TV. Because, you know, uh, there's a lot of people out here who, for one, 
they they may be really in denial, but they real life hurt. And yeah. they suppress their their feelings because they don't know how to some people really don't know how to express their feelings and or or hell, just their regular thoughts for for that matter. And so being that they don't know how to express that, they feel like they ain't got nobody to talk to. So they just deal with it within, you know, and just hold it within. And it just sits there and just eats at them. And so they really never getting better. So when they think they're okay, in reality, they, they're not. So they'll go out and do whatever, you know, meet people, all that good stuff. And then at that point, start to just start giving off that other hurt that they're doing. Or they might not even give off hurt. They just may not ever be their, their true selves again because they're catering to what that person may really want from them. I agree. I agree. And with that, another thing that I think is when they do that, hurt people tend to be hypersensitive about everything. <laughs> you know me. Whatever come out my mouth, that's that's what's coming out. If it hurts somebody, I'm oh, so man. sorry it hurt you, but I meant exactly <laughs> what I said. I, I'll probably try to polish it up and clean it up a little bit, but I meant exactly what I said. But when people have been in situations, like I said earlier, you can't tell people how to feel. You nope. can't tell people how to react because every situation is different. Every situation is different. So it's okay for people to be, you know, super hypersensitive about some things, but not all the time. Yeah, not all the time. That's, just, that's just not cool. So you're talking because about the people... You talking about the people who want to go through your phone? Yeah, that's one of them. <laughs> if if you're looking for something, I really hope you find it. It's gonna I be really though. Hope you find it. At some point, it's gonna pop up because you you keep looking, and they say what comes what done in the dark comes to the light. Nah, you keep looking for it, it's gonna pop up on you like you, a it's, jack it's, in the box. It's not gonna even be what you're looking for. It's not gonna even be what you're looking for. It's gonna be something else. <laughs> It's gonna be something you went looking for. <laughs> you're gonna be like, oh, oh. so this is how he's doing it. <laughs> exactly. Then you're gonna be looking crazy and try to forget. But we've all been there. We've all at least had a thought to go through our significant other's phones. I used to do it because why not? I wasn't looking for anything in particular because there was a game. There was a game my boyfriend at that time had. Um, had on his phone that he downloaded because I like. I'm like, okay, he in the shower. Let me let me play this game. The goddamn mind got to wonder. Man, text messages start popping up. I'm like, who is this? I don't know this name. But yes, the mind the mind wonders and people who've been hurt because of situations that they've been through. And I haven't been through anything extreme, but you don't want to put yourself back in that situation that hurts you and that caused you pain, that caused you sadness, it's, it's not a good feeling. Ain't no, it ain't. It ain't hurt, obviously. But yeah, it, it, it really ain't what is it? It's just no fun. We can, we can do better. So another thing is how we internalize our emotions. Like, do we actually internalize our emotions or do we project it on other people? Both. Because with me in general, 
my friends, family, coworkers, strangers out on the street. If if I got a problem with you, you're going to know. There's no hidden agenda behind any of it. There's there's going to be a halfway legitimate reason why I don't fool with you. If just looking at you and don't speak to you, that means I don't fool with you. If I give you a basic hello, I don't fool with you. If you ask me how I'm doing and I give you a one word answer, I don't fool with you. If you ask me what I did on the weekend and I tell you yes, I don't fool with you. <laughs> no, you're not listening. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's my you answer you, at work. Yeah, you're going to yes. piss me off. That's all. Yes, don't ask oh. me. Don't get it, Stay out of my personal business now. I'm gonna be because talking to you. That's the last thing I I I I, I want to do is have my coworkers and my personal business. Be, no. So I talk to you every day. See, I'm 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 petty. You'll be like, oh, so that's how she want to do it, bit. Let's go. <laughs> we'll I'll be saying good morning to you every day. <laughs> <laughs> but see, the way it worked for me is with all this coronavirus, people um are just understanding what the what the the acronym PPE stands for: personal protected personal. Come on, do you understand? <laughs> equipment, personal protect. Either way it goes. Personal protective equipment. There we go. Personal protective equipment. I've been wearing earplugs, steel toe suit, steel toe shoes, safety glasses, and a, um, a half mask respirator for the past eight and a half years. I'm gonna act like I ain't see you. I'm gonna act like I ain't hear you, it's and that's so gonna be bad. the end of. It. I ain't hear nothing you say, and I'm gonna keep my head straight when I see you. Again, this is what I've been dealing with. <laughs> but you know me you know yeah, me it took me a minute it took me a minute I, I about unfriended you a couple times though it's alright though Ooh, hey y'all Courtney unfriended me this one time y'all we just not getting cool again <laughs> don't do that don't don't me <laughs> we've been in each other's lives for a good little 15 years it's it been about three years ago I mean three weeks ago we got cool again but oh, oh okay okay Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, check this though. Real talk. <clears throat> it's like a guy cannot express his hurt because it makes the out it makes them look as if they're weak. And some women, come on, what you got to say? What you got to say? I, I go finish, go finish, go finish. <laughs> so yeah, so guys can't express their hurt because they're quote unquote supposed to be strong and they can't be vulnerable and all this good stuff. Yet, however, you meet a woman, she wants the guy to be strong, vulnerable, all that good stuff. But if he tries to express himself, now he's weak. This is how I take that. You never know what anybody has gone through. If only two things happen, they voluntarily tell you, which is more than likely not going to happen, or you ask them what has happened. Now, with that with that later one, if you ask them what have they gone through, two things can happen. They can either tell you then or not tell you then. And then they come back and tell you later. That's what happened to me for a while. You know, I I don't like getting that blank stare. If I, I can see that something's wrong with somebody I love, somebody who I'm close to, family, friends, or my man, 
Like, I don't necessarily care to know the details, but, but tell me what you're comfortable with so that so that you know that I'm at least here for you, that you can talk to me, even if you just want to talk. Mm-hmm. What a lot of people misinterpret and it happens, we all do it is people think that just because you want to have a conversation, uh, not necessarily a conversation with them because they want to they want to express themselves that they're trying to have a conversation with you. A conversation is an exchange of dialogue between two people because it's no longer it's no longer a soliloquy for those thespians out there. So when people are hurt, they really need somebody to listen to them, not mm-hmm. to talk to them. We don't need I, you to say nothing else. Nothing. Just listen. Just soak it all up. If they want to, if they want to talk your ears off, let them. Now do the occasional. Mm, is mm-hmm. that? Yeah. Oh, say oh, word. And then another thing that you got to do, because I've become really good at it, is you repeat to them exactly what they said, but how you interpret it. Also, is what you meant by this this and they'll be like no what i meant by that was this but you still not really having a conversation with them you're letting them know that i'm here for you is there anything that you need you let me know now don't volunteer your services but tell them that whatever they need from you that you're here but don't just volunteer your services don't volunteer any (laughs) extra information because they're probably not looking for it but People just want to be heard sometimes. Yeah, I just recently got to where I can, uh, not too long ago, don't mind expressing myself. Because I used to be like, man, you know, I'm cool from Birmingham. <laughs> you know, it's like you hide behind that, really, because, you know, they know who Coop from Birmingham is. You know, he's this fun, energetic person or whatever. But then, you know, it's another side to him. So... I would just stay behind that and then just let Coop from Birmingham meet everybody. And then meanwhile, Coop in the back got all these feelings balled up that ain't even saying nothing to nobody. So, I mean, once you get that out, it, you feel so much better for one. I mean, I don't even, it ain't even real people who I be talking to. By real people, I mean like licensed people. I just be a friend. Hey, let's say, how you doing? I run it. They done messed up now. <laughs> <laughs> Man, let me tell you about my hey. Hey. You just messed up now, y'all. You finna hear this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm finna run it. You gonna hear all of it. And then they be like, damn, Cooper, I didn't know you felt like that. I'm like, shit. Yeah, I didn't either until I just until it just came out for real. Yeah, I'm learning something about myself right now. <laughs> But that's all. I mean, people just got to be able to understand that it's all right to be hurt, but it ain't all right to put it out on people. Uh, you got to address yourself or you got to understand. Let me say it this way. You got to be mindful of like if something happened to you or like you felt some type of way about something. You just got to be mindful that you probably you might not be completely hurt, quote unquote, but you have some type of feelings toward that particular thing you know people have right. you feel some type triggers of you know so you know so it's all right to have those problems or or feel some type of way it's just you got to deal with them a little better and so 
And that way you can move on and be the, the magnificent person you are always meant to be. And with with that being said is people start acting real funny when they've been hurt. Almost as if they become suspicious of every single person. No matter what it is that they do, they suspicious of it. Courtney, this this go back to when I was asking you, like, how much of it is the next person uh, accountable for? Because they're not like, accountable for none of it. Thank you. That's I I know that, but I'm just saying it's like, dang, I ain't shout it. I ain't do it. I didn't even know you. Okay, I just <laughs> met you. <laughs> even you if want? you did know them, you still not accountable. You're not accountable for the hurt. You're not accountable for fixing them. You're not accountable for any of it. But if you do want to be with that person, you are responsible for helping them if you want to be with them. Yeah, now I get that now. That's different. But now as far as you saying, you know, you taking that out on me, be like, hey, baby, I'm here to help you now. You know, you you can be hurt by yourself, baby. <laughs> you don't need <laughs> me here to be hurt. <laughs> so, so let's get that straight. But it's just it just seems like it'd be kind of hard, you know, and and trying to fix somebody. That's oh, that's a whole nother that's something else. It is because if you've been healed from situations like this, and I I find I found myself doing it, I I find my friends doing it is heal people will try to heal people. Mm. No matter how messed up they are, but they may have that feeling as if, oh, I've been delivered through this or I found my way out of this situation. Oh, I can help the next person. No, that's not what you know. That's no. No. So you're saying they shouldn't try to heal nobody else? It's not saying they shouldn't try to heal somebody else, but stay in your lane. Okay. Because that also becomes the type of people that you attract. Mm -hmm. Like if you've been healed from something, you may begin to attract broken people. Dang. She dropping gems on y'all niggas' forehead. And try to fix you. It's like, for example, if we meet up this weekend, and we are, we gonna link up this weekend, even with the corona going on, if I get mad and throw a a plate at you, that plate shatters. And I apologize and put the plate back together and say, here you go. That's not the same plate. It'll never be the same plate. The plate still It's broken. still a plate, but it's not the same plate because now it's shattered. You're still broken at the core. It's still broken at the core. No mm. matter what, still got cracks. It still got splits. It's a little discolored. It's chipped a little bit, but it's still not that whole plate that it once was. And that's what happens. That's what happens to us as people is when we're damaged, we're broken, but we may want to seem whole to other people. So it's like them people who be putting the paper plates on top of the. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> what? Is... <laughs> okay, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Where are you going with this one? I don't know. It sounded good in my head, but when I said it, I was like, nah, abort mission. <laughs> but no, that's that's what that's that's how I see it is 
you know, when people when people are healed, you see something that's broken and think you can make it whole again. It's still gonna it's a plate still gonna be a plate, but it's never gonna be unbroken. Yeah. Like even those, they're war wounds. That's that's all that they are. They're war wounds. You didn't been through something, you've learned from it and keep going. But that scar is always gonna be there. So them like your um well, no, they so they wouldn't necessarily be flaws though, right? They'll just they're be not a flaw. Okay, so okay. Let's get that scratch out. Them is not flaws. Them just bad wounds. Flaws. It's a perfect imperfection. That's a story. That's a story right behind it though. Behind them uh, flaw, uh them uh uh them war room <laughs> them war wounds. War wounds. Yeah, them. I'm, I feel like I'm finna say worm somewhere in there. <laughs> And um, for for example, I've been looking at my hands this week. When I'm out of my garden, I typically wear wear a jacket, long pants, tennis shoes, and gloves on my hand. I've been looking at my hands for the past two weeks now, and I don't know where these cuts and bruises came from. And I'm trying to understand if I've if I've made every attempt to protect myself from getting cut, how am I still getting cut? And I don't even know I'm getting cut. And as people, we can say, well, that didn't hurt me. Him cheating on me didn't hurt me. Her cheating on me didn't hurt me. Her getting pregnant by another man, that don't hurt me. But deep down, it it touched a little something inside of you. Or else you want to fix your mouth to say something like that. Facts. Facts. We, We do it. We do it all the time, all the time. Every single one of us, it's, it, it becomes a habit sometimes. We don't want to seem weak. We don't want to seem like we have emotions, like we feel, but we do. And regardless of what we say, we're going to feel how we feel by whatever situation we're put in, whether or not we know we've been cut by it. Quentin, you dropped some gems on that one, folks. Mm, I've been hurt. <laughs> <laughs> been hurt. And so, and you don't know that you got them them cuts on your hands until you address them and know that you got to correct them. You're right. It's like that hand sanitizer I made a couple of weeks ago. Well, I sat there the put that, that hand sanitizer on my hand and stuff started burning. I'm like, nah. I know dang on well I would have put gorilla glue on my hands if I knew I was cut. Like I got these two right here. But you don't you don't <laughs> know times. Now it's it's a little bit easier when you don't when you don't know <clears throat> because that can be something that you can dig into. But when you know you're hurt, mad, and you have that feeling of rage, that needs to be addressed immediately. Yeah. I didn't know I was hurt until I met her again. I seen her again. And I was like, God damn. Sheesh. Yeah, I'm like, like what was I thinking? I'm like, damn, this shit was real, man. I ain't know I felt like this. <laughs> All them feelings start to stir up again. Oh good. You be like, whoa, I thought I was good. Exactly. I thought I was over this, man. Ooh. Like this thing, me oh god, didn't work out. Ooh. <laughs> but when you yeah. see 
it started stirring up some some ill will feelings when you thought you ain't had no ill will towards them. Well, I ain't got no ill will now. <laughs> Quitting it going off. Will against some folks. Quitting it going off the meat rack, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do it. Think about your mama. <laughs> and also, uh, another thing I want to say is you never know how you're going to react in a situation until you're put in a situation. Oh, mom. So if it, if at all possible, guys, just avoid putting yourself in situations. That's how things happen. You can see you can see a situation getting ready to unfold. We all can. Everybody's not that dumb that they can't hear or see a situation getting ready to play out. You're right, because that's what we call ignoring the red flags, because you want to see the good in people, and you sacrificing yourself for the better good of somebody else when in reality, all you're doing is wasting your damn time. You're right. You you got on those rose-colored glasses. That's all it is. You done wasted your time and theirs. Well, they done wasted yours pretty much, but, but you should have been able to see it and end it, but you wanted to see or thought that they had something better. When you should have just stayed right. where you was at, bro. Or cheap, whoever I'm talking to. All right, man. So that was a nice, good conversation between Courtney and I, as always. But anyway, we thank you for coming on over here, man, and stopping by and jumping on the podcast for another episode. Now, uh, go ahead and tell the people where they can find you at, if they're interested in following you. Okay. Well, I am on Snapchat. Ooh, you on Jesus. what? What you on? <laughs> Since I said snap trap. Um, Is that where the trappers be at? Snap I'm trap. Sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, y'all can follow me on Snapchat at it drews to you. That's I T S D R E W S. The number two U. That's at it drews to you. Talk to him, man. Look, I don't hear follow her. Like she already was telling you, she got cuts on her hand from the garden, man. Y'all gonna hear watch her be in the garden and all that other stuff. And y'all already know where you can find me here. But I'm on Instagram. I'm Coop from Birmingham, and that's the name, Coop from Birmingham on Instagram. And then you can always follow me on, well, not me, but follow the podcast on uh, Facebook and Inst- and Instagram at Taking Out of Context Podcast. And make sure whatever platform you listen to the podcast on, you rate, comment, and subscribe. And give me those five stars, man. Apple like that type of stuff. But anywho, man, I do appreciate y'all for listening to another episode. And I thank you and hope y'all have a great rest of your day and week. And we are out. Peace.